0: From the heartland of America, focused on God, family, and country, the mouthpiece of the Midwest, this is Dale Carter's America. With Kurt Wheeler, I'm Dale Carter, and this is Dale Carter's America. Uh, We made a couple of changes. Maybe you'll notice some of it. I don't know. Uh, we have new cool lighting in here. That's very nice, Kurt.
1: <laughs> it's an improvement, you know. It's yeah. a work in progress. <laughs> I,
0: and I'm in uniform today wearing my uh, Bob Watson State Farm agent shirt. I see that. Right? Very nice, uh, very nice. T- today's a special day. My youngest child is 29 years old, Jonathan, mm. uh, the guy who works on jet airplanes down in Atlanta. Um, so he's 29, my last kid in the 20s. That's wow. kind of. A, I know. When he turns 30, they're all going to be in their 30s. And then what does that make you? Old. <laughs> Old. Thank you for noticing that. Um, you got your uh, vehicle back. Have we talked about that on the podcast? Well,
1: yeah, we, uh, we found it. I made a post on uh, Facebook about it and thanked the, uh, the KCPD officer that helped us out. Uh, we don't actually have it back yet, so it's at the tow lot right now. And then we have to do all the roundabout with the yeah. uh, insurance company and all that. So it's still going to be a few more days, but we found it. So
0: I noticed it was missing a tire. It was
1: missing a whole wheel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess uh, it I, had been there since the night it was stolen. People, and it's your wife's vehicle, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I don't know how I feel about that. If I'd want to drive that thing again, if I if I wouldn't feel violated. Yeah. Well, she, you know, it's kind of weird
1: because, yeah, exactly. It's like a, it's like a violation, you know. And it was kind of trashed. I mean, not too bad, but there was like soda cans and stuff in there. The window that they got into it was smashed, and then the weirdest part. Uh, not to get too personal or anything, but she had some photo albums under the seats with like baby pictures and stuff oh, like that, and man. Uh, and pictures of her and her dad, who has has since passed. And so, um,
0: did they take those or just they, trash they them?
1: They took the photo. They took the sheets out of the photo album and then left the the binder. So it's just a really shitty. Like, why would you take somebody's? pictures. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't get
0: that at all. Uh, But, you know, it's on days like that that you need a really good insurance agent. Mm -hmm. And, And that's why we have Bob Watson, State Farm Insurance, who has insured my home, my vehicles, my life, uh, over the years and uh, Bob Watson's a great guy and he's a supporter of our podcast so when it's time for you to renew do us a favor and call Bob Watson and his staff there in Blue Springs they're right there on 7 Highway on Main Street right off 7 Highway but he's licensed in Kansas and Missouri and he'll give you a quote and trust me when things are going badly you don't want an 800 number with someone who English is their fourth language you want somebody like Bob Watson and his team 816 229 8178-816-229-7878, Bob Watson State Farm Insurance. In fact, he gave me this shirt that I'm, that I'm wearing today. Can I tell a quick
1: story about that? So sure. I uh, was looking for, not actually for these lights, but for something else for my phone, and i was going to go to best buy so i called this was like last week sometimes so i called best buy and some lady answers the phone she's like hello welcome to best buy and i'm like <laughs> and i'm like cuz i'm trying to call the store to see if they have this item in stock right and i'm like oh god so I'm like are, are you like are you in the store and she's like uh no we are in call center and I'm like yeah okay bye
0: <laughs> not <laughs> like, in this country yeah well trust me when you call Bob you're gonna get some great folks who have been helping me for a long long time and they've been insuring folks here in the Kansas City area both Kansas and Missouri for a very long time Bob Watson the official insurance agent of Dale Carter's America you ready for the circus Kurt let's do it let's do it <laughs>
2: Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic.
1: Half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. Why won't
0: people treat me more like Hitler? Like 90% of what he says, I'm like, this guy gets it.
1: He's just a gross, crook, dirty, rotten, lying second. The racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it.
2: Breaking news. Orange Man Bad.
0: Orange Man Bad.
2: Orange Man (laughs) Bad.
0: You like that? (laughs) I love that. All right, so obviously we've got a few new toys in the toy box here at Dale Carter's America, uh, but the story is still the same. I mean, you know, yesterday uh, the left-wing media breathlessly Oh, they've got him now! They've got him now! And then, did you watch any of the coverage, like wall-to-wall coverage of the motorcade leaving Mar-a-Lago to the airport, yeah. and then you know they watched the plane take off? Then CNN actually had a boat in the harbor off of uh, the airport <laughs> watching Trump One land, yeah. and then the motorcade down to um, Trump Tower and all that. And and I'm sitting there thinking, and, and then I heard this later: the media was pissed. That he was getting this kind of coverage and that people were lining the motorcade saluting with flags. Mm-hmm. They're like, you don't get it. He's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And this is all going to come out. And and it's just like, what a circus that's going on yeah. here. Well, uh, they're the ones
1: covering it, right? I mean, if they're pissed off about the coverage, then why are they covering it? Exactly. I mean, it just proves that... Donald Trump lives rent-free in all of their minds, and he forever will. <laughs> well,
0: and if you've listened to this podcast any length of time, you know that that I'm one of those guys that I think it's time to move on from Donald Trump. I would like a, a younger generation, whoever that is, DeSantis or, or somebody like that, who comes forward with the Trump policies without the circus. But then there's this, and this is almost like what happened to Clinton in the 90s. You know, if you don't learn history, you are doomed to repeat it. And, you know, Kurt, you were a young guy back in the 1990s, but the Republicans came hard at Clinton in what the majority of the public saw as an unfair way. Yeah. And I think what's happening here is there's a majority of the country that's emerging saying, this just isn't fair. Yeah. Well, it's certainly motivating his base. There's
1: no question about that. I mean, I think the question, politically speaking, is, is it going to motivate people who were either anti-Trump or lukewarm to Trump, you know, this persecution, which it obviously is. It's a political persecution. It's a witch hunt. I mean, he uses that phrase all the time, but it's true. Uh, is it going to motivate the people who might not necessarily vote for Trump to go out and support him because of this? Or is it just going to get the base, you know, rah, rah, riled up? I mean, you have people like with Trump flags and stuff that are now going to DeSantis rallies and they're like parking outside in the parking lot and just waving all their Trump stuff, which I think is hilarious. Well,
0: DeSantis is not in the race yet. Um, uh, The guy, um but he's making like,
1: he he's doing like campaign events i mean he hasn't announced but he's he's traveling the country and he's doing speeches and
0: stuff he's going to be a republican candidate for president at some point yeah. it may not be 2024 The guy who was governor of uh, Arkansas, help me out with that, uh, Asa Hutchinson. Asa (laughs) Hutchinson. (laughs) No, no, Asa Hutchinson, the Republican governor of Arkansas. He's in the race now. So, you know, people are getting into the race, and DeSantis is a smart guy. He's kind of a cool character, and he's kind of laying back here and seeing, you know, what's what. And, um, you know, if if Trump gets a huge bounce out of this, which it may backfire on the Democrats and the left media, but, you know, uh, Gutfeld said something yesterday that I thought was so right on point. Those left wing media folks they need Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Donald Trump pays their mortgage. Oh, yeah. And that is so true. So they they, they kind of need this. Anybody else, to your point about Nikki Haley last time we got together, she's got a milk toast. That's right. They yeah. can't beat the drum on Nikki Haley.
1: Yeah. And the other thing about it, too, you know, I, I mean, I think people rightly point out that Trump is egocentric and narcissistic and all that. But the point that he makes a lot of times is true, you know, that people like Nikki Haley or even DeSantis wouldn't have the political capital that they have now without him. I yeah. mean, he was the one that appointed her to, uh, to be the ambassador of the U.N. It was his endorsement of DeSantis that got him over the finish line in Florida, you know, and he's going to go out there and he's going to say, oh, if it wasn't for me, he would have been back in the dust. He <laughs> would have been nowhere. But I mean, it's true. You know, it's true that he, he is the singular figure in the Republican Party. Uh, to this point, you know, and and for something to change, you know, somebody's going to have to step it up.
0: Well, I, you know, I saw um, Jen Psaki uh, on some of the coverage yesterday as well. And she actually, I think, hit it exactly right uh, with a message to Democrats. She's like, you know, you should really be keeping your powder dry and keeping your mouth shut. Most yep. of them won't do it. Um and that's kind of where I'm on it. I kinda want to sit back, I want to watch and see what happens here a little bit. I think they've got a big nothing burger. Um and it may well be dismissed, you know, out of hand here uh, because there there's so many issues with this. And again, you know, like so many have said, we haven't seen the indictment. By the time you hear this podcast or watch this podcast, we may well have the indictment in hand and we may know everything. Uh but just on the surface of what we do know, um, there's issues of jurisdiction. There's issues of um, uh... Well,
1: the, I know that Trump is coming out and he's saying that there's like leaks from the DA's office. right. You know, I mean, he's he's all over truth social. People are telling him, you know, I guess there's a gag order or something like that. He's not supposed to be talking. But, I mean, it's Donald Trump. He's going to say whatever he wants to. Right. But he said, uh, wow, District Attorney Bragg just illegally leaked the various points and complete information on the pathetic indictment against me. So he's he's (laughs) saying that, you know, they're making illegal leaks. I guess something about the number of counts. That are going to be filed against him came right. out beforehand, and that's apparently a felony. I don't really know anything well, about it. Well,
0: statute of limitations is the other thing I was grasping at straws oh, there yeah. trying to find. I, I tried, mean, tried to pick up the slack for you. Yeah, I appreciate that, <laughs> because sometimes you're going to need to do that. Uh, because as you, you pointed out at the top of the show, I'm not getting any younger. Fine. Um, so it, it's it's a huge circus where it ends up, where it goes, I mean, really is anybody's guess right now. But I put up a picture on our Facebook page that I stole from somebody else. It shows Donald Trump walking down the middle of a street in New York with Secret Service flanking him and just a huge throng behind him. Hmm. Um, And and I think that picture might say a thousand words. And so far, and I hope it continues this way, you know, there's been no... Riots. There's been no burning down of buildings. There's been none of that, Um, and I hope there is none of that. Isn't that a great picture? Yeah, I don't know if this is real, but no, it's not real. (laughs) It's it's no, it's an artist rendering, but you know, it it looks good.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got some good aesthetics. You know, there's that one picture uh, from him at a rally where there's like he's kind of like walking down the aisle on the stage, and there's a giant flag behind him and stuff. I mean, the, the guy knows how to. How to uh, Frame paint things. a picture. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> totally.
0: And, you know, he's got his own plane. Trump won.
1: <laughs> well, you know that the AI, like, generated art and stuff is becoming such a huge thing now. Yeah. And uh, leading up to this, a bunch of libs on Twitter and stuff were were uh, posting, like, AI-generated art of Trump getting arrested and, like, the cops holding him back and stuff. And they're like, it's coming. It's coming soon. We can't wait. <laughs>
0: And you know, in the left and my family, too, I've got some family in Indiana that are very left leaning and and I'm sure they they've paused me or they don't follow me anymore. We're still friends because we're family and all that. I haven't done that to them, and they are breathless in their posts. We've got him now, we've got him now, yeah, here you go <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Seriously. Well, they want it so bad. <laughs> to be continued, and I'm sure we'll be talking about it in the weeks to come and all that. Meanwhile, while this is going on, because America has the attention span of a gnat, um, you know, the train wreck that's actually running the country right now is kind of getting a pass. Mm-hmm. It's it's like we're not even talking about that anymore. Yeah. 100%. But we will because we're Dale Carter's America. Hey-o. And that's what we do. All right, we want to thank a couple of our sponsors here, Funhouse Pizza. I talked to Jim Dingman. Uh, Jim is uh, down at the Masters. Okay, he's a big nice. He's a big golf fan. He's he's a big guy. He's a big deal. He's a big wheel. Uh, He needs to have a big wheel at uh, Funhouse Pizza. Wouldn't that be appropriate? You know, I've been
1: playing some more golf. Uh, I've played all all three of the last weeks, so maybe uh, we can test his skill. You know, I'm not very good, but maybe he sucks too. So maybe we could play around. I have
0: clubs. Yeah. I haven't played in a long time. I can look the part until you see me swing. Okay, uh, then it's not not good, <laughs> not good at all. Funhouse Pizza has been with us since the beginning on this podcast. We thank Jim Dingman. He's in two locations: Blue Springs on Seven Highway, Fifty Highway in Lee Summit. We will do a live event. I was thinking it might be in April, but because he's at the Masters and, and Jim kind of lives in his own world, right? It's like eh. No, I'll get to that when I get back. Mm -hmm. Um, He has great pizza, great drinks, cold drinks, a great place to have a birthday party for your family. Um, And when he gets back, we're going to nail down a date. It will probably be in May at this point, and it will definitely be at the Lee's Summit location on 50 Highway. You don't have to wait for us to be there. You can go there and have a pizza. Enjoy it. uh, Play some video games have fun with your family. And then once you've eaten all that pizza and you're you're feeling full and all that, it might be a good time to think about your colonoscopy because it's an important thing to do. They used to say 50 plus, now it's 45. And Dr. Mark Taramina is with us on the podcast at Midwest GI Health and Wellness. And really it is a no brainer. If you are a 45 year old adult or older, and you have not done this yet, Call Dr. Taramina and get scheduled for your screening. It's so important. Could save your life. There's very little I'm going to do on this podcast or Kurt's going to do on this podcast that could save your life. This would save your life. Uh, So check it out. Uh, They're on the web at midwestgihealth.com. And you can call the office, get set up for the appointment. I know the prep sucks. I've done this. But once you've done the prep, you go in. That's the, The easy part is the colonoscopy. And then when he comes out afterwards and tells you, hey, you know, we got a couple of things, but we got it figured out. Or you get a clean bill of health, clean as a whistle. Those are great words to hear from Dr. Taramina. And then you can go on with your life. The worst thing that can happen is, you know, that thing can fester for a while, they haven't screened it, you get colon cancer, and then you die. Uh, we, can so- we can stop that from happening uh, at Midwest GI Health and Wellness, 816-836-2200. So a lot of what we talk about on the podcast is really, when you boil it down, Kurt, it's the fight for the soul of the country. Um, and, and I, at the risk of being called a boomer, you know, hey, boomer, and all that, you know, I grew up in a different time. You grew up in a different time. Yeah, everything seems like a different time to now. Everything is really different. And there, there was a poll that came out, I think it was the Wall Street Journal that had the poll, about traditional values. Just since 1998, that's not that long ago, since 1998, um, we're slipping drastically. In terms of, you know, patriotism, for one thing, slipping drastically. Um, Wanting to get married, have a family, slipping drastically. Wanting to work hard for a living, slipping drastically. Um, Wanting money, that's the only thing out of this whole survey that ticked up, was wanting money. Of course you want money, right? It's just a matter of who's going to give it to you. Are you going to work your ass off and get it and, you know, uh, move up in the world, move up in your job or you're going to wait for um Joey B to send you a check or forgive whatever loan that you've taken out. Yeah. I mean, money is is important, unfortunately. That's just how it is. Well, it is going to be important. Uh, that's kind of how the economy is built. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you work hard for it. You, there's there's certainly uh, something inside that tells you you know, having a job is a good thing. Mm -hmm. You've gone to work, you've done your job, you come home to your family, um, knowing that whatever you, you did for a living was good for your family. I, I just can't imagine sitting around all day playing a video game, waiting for a government check to show up, yeah, I mean,
1: I would say all of these things I care more about now than I did, well, certainly in nineteen ninety eight because I was six, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, even four years ago, I mean, patriotism, religion, having children, community involvement, money all have gone up for me, so it's not just money,
0: yeah, patriotism for me, I mean, you know, coming being a kid coming out of the Vietnam War, um, and patriotism was waning. You know, then, mm. and then, you know, when we went into Gulf War One, all of a sudden patriotism became a big thing, mm-hmm. and uh, thanking our Vietnam veterans for what they did, even in an unpopular war, became a big thing. And then when we were attacked on 9/11, my God, I mean, then it's off the chart for right. patriotism. How has it slid so fast since 1998? I don't understand it. This, this is not a world that you know, I, I don't really want to live in this world. Yeah. Well, we don't have a sense of unity as a country anymore. I mean, we,
1: we don't have shared values. I think that's probably the biggest problem that we have. Uh, it's not even like just religion or, uh, a sense of what's good for the country and things like that. I mean, it's very simple things like what is a man, what is a woman? I mean, we don't even know what that means anymore. So, uh, patriotism, it's like, what does that word even mean? You know, I've talked about it before. Like, we talk about uh, Ukraine and NATO and the UN. It's like, what are we even promoting as America on the world stage? We're promoting the the pride flag, you know, we're promoting all, this, all these terrible activist things that, you know, we shouldn't have any business uh, promoting.
0: Well, on my radio show, we still have God, family, and country, and I think my listeners— and according to the ratings, we have quite a few listeners on the morning show, Um, they believe the same thing. And yet when they watch the CMT Awards on CBS and they see whatever in the hell that display was on the CMT Awards, they're calling me like – what the hell's going on here? (laughs) As if you have anything to do with that. Well, I don't have anything to do with that. You're going to call them up and be like,
1: hey, can you guys stop with the uh, drag queens? (laughs) Yeah.
0: What is the point of all of that? And now, you know, Kelsey Ballerini's record label, you know, I have very good friends at her record label. They are running around the country doing damage control because of what happened on the CMT Awards. Should we play it now? Sure, go ahead. I mean, nothing says country and... American values I mean Nancy Pelosi even said that right
2: okay so
0: if you dress up oh, you don't want to see more eh, I don't know those are all men right are they all men
1: I think is Kelsey in the front yeah I think she's a woman yeah I'm assuming
0: I mean what does this say about women Right. And, and how we treat women. Uh, we're going to let this guy dress up like a woman and we're going to treat this person like a woman. Yeah.
1: Well, hot take, but it's not real country music, so
0: it's not a real country performance. There, I said it. All right. Well, that's probably <laughs> true. You know, um, I don't know. That's uh, when I feel like I'm I'm slipping into a minority. When I see a poll like that in the Wall Street Journal, I wake up every morning. I come to KFKF. KF, I do my show. I talk to my listeners, and I realize that that's the real world. What's happening at, uh, on things like that? That's the fantasy world. That's catering to what? Uh, what's the number? Is it like one tenth of one percent? Well, it's going to be. Oh, you mean the
1: people who are actually trans? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. But I mean the the number of people who care about. The CMT awards is going to go down. That's for sure. I mean, look at what happened to the Oscars. It's it, their numbers have been abysmal for you know five, six, or more years now. Yeah. But you know, people still watch it. You have a minority of people who think it's great, but uh, I don't think most people <laughs> well, would
0: agree with that. And as we fight for the soul of our country, which is really important to me, you know, we, we had another shooting. We, we had a shooting at a school in Nashville. It was perpetrated by a woman transitioning to be a man. Do I have that right? Yes, it's interesting too. When you when you get all these blurred genders and all that, there's really only two. There's there's male and female, mm-hmm. or female transitioning to male, or male transitioning to female. They don't have a third yet. Is there a third? It's well, either one like or the other. Non-binary and
1: all the all the in-between all right. stuff that they have
0: well what came out of that story from again the left-leaning media was they were saying there were seven victims mm. of that shooting and i went back to the stats on it and there were three nine-year-old kids tragically killed by this person and three staff members of the school and i'm like where is seven coming from and they're all holding up seven fingers the seventh victim according to them was the shooter
1: every day-
0: So they are counting the shooter as the seventh victim. Yep. Which makes absolutely no sense to me. So, and of course, then you get all of the um, gun control advocates who come out as a result of all of this. Um, And you put up a great meme on the Facebook page. Loved it. It was about, you know, um, if you pass a law against abortion, abortions are still going to be done. Right. 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 (laughs) But if you pass another gun law, no other shootings will ever happen. Yep.
1: That's how they. That's how they feel about it. Oh, I'm just going to mute that because yeah. we can just talk the, over it. But there's
0: there's no logic to it. So so as we fight for the soul of the country, Kurt, we need to ask the question: Why would anybody go into a school and shoot nine year old kids? I agree. It's a it's a problem,
1: and it is the soul of our country. It's not guns. It's not um, you know any of these other. I mean, a gun is an inanimate object. It's a tool, you know, and we've talked about it many, many times, and we don't have to beat a dead horse, but we have some really deeper-seated issues here that need to be addressed.
0: There is no law that you can pass that will keep someone whose heart is filled with hate or confusion or whatever else is going on in their mind from committing a bad act. Mm -hmm. You just can't. Show me the law. George W. Bush said that once when he was president. Show me the law that would make everybody love each other, and I'll sign it in a heartbeat. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's not happening uh, and people are using whatever tool whatever implement they have and a lot of times they are guns sometimes they're not guns we had a story on the podcast a few weeks ago about a guy with a leather strap and a bolt attached to it and he yeah. beat a guy to death okay yeah. it's it's whatever the implement so stop focusing on the gun and ask why would anyone shoot nine-year-old kids yep. come up with an answer to that you know we were talking about country music here a little bit ago um, there's a bar in Westport <laughs> this came out in, in one of our department heads meetings here at the building Uh, there's a bar in westport that has gone country and the question came up why would they go country and and the answer was well there's been a lot of gun violence yada 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 and somebody made the joke in the meeting well country people have guns and and i quickly fired back at them pardon the pun on that um yeah but country folks don't commit crimes with their guns that's going to be the big difference and so far there hasn't been any problems since that bar went country. So y- y- you have to get to the root of it, get to the heart of it uh, because there's there's shootings every day in Kansas City. You know, a lot of black people are being killed in Kansas
1: City. Well, I also always ask the question when whenever somebody brings up gun control or mass shootings, it's like who's going to stop them, right? I mean, the guns are already here. People are going to be able to get guns if they want to get guns. And we've seen that many, many times, especially here in Kansas City, where you have all these crimes being committed by illegal guns. You know, people scratch off the serial number, they buy it on yeah. the black market, they have a criminal record, they're not supposed to have guns, and they do anyway. So they go shoot somebody. Who's going to stop them?
0: Well, you know, the solution I've heard for schools is, you know, put good guys in there with guns. And the, the district that my kids went to, Blue Springs, I believe it's still the fact that they are the only school district in Missouri that has their own police department. Mm. They have their own separate public safety department, and they've got armed guys, good guys. Mm-hmm. You know, we want our kids to grow up and say, hey, the cops, the ones in uniform with the badges who've got the guns, they're the good guys. Mm-hmm. And, and unfortunately, I think that we're raising an entire generation uh, in certain circles that the guy with the badge and the gun is a bad guy. You want to stay away from that guy. No, I yeah. think you want to educate your kids that the cop is the good guy. And, and I think even this person who committed this atrocity in Nashville uh, in whatever the manifesto was said that there were other targets on the list. And it's like, oh, I can't go there. They've got cops mm-hmm. they've got good guys with guns so I'm gonna pick on this little Christian school over here that doesn't have great security um, and, and that's where I'm gonna do my carnage yeah. so uh, that was certainly a factor in that person's mind
1: yeah and and I mean you, you made the point to put more armed security or have more security in the schools there's other ways to do that you can have metal detectors you can increase security at the entrances and exits to the building other things like that, but the gun control advocates oppose all of that. I mean, at least most of them do that I've heard, you know, they oppose arming the schools, Mm. for example. So the logical question to that is, okay, well, you're not going to always stop somebody from getting a gun and committing a crime. It's just not going to happen. So assuming you can say all you want, but somebody's going to come in the school hypothetically and start shooting. What are you going to do about it? How are you going to stop them?
0: Yeah. Well, and the other side of that coin is think about places like the White House and the Capitol, the CNN building, yeah. you know. How many of those places have security? You know, choke points and security. Mm-hmm. Armed guys, armed gals. Yeah. We have I mean, it here even, in Westport. God knows we need it. Even like the, uh, the big like social
1: media gun control advocates, there's this kid, David Hogg, that is just the slimiest, most annoying little bitch on the on Twitter sorry to to call him a mean <laughs> name but uh but he uh he's got a lot of following and he you know his his tweets get tens of thousands of likes millions of views and he i would bet has security you know when he when he goes in public makes speeches goes to rallies i would almost guarantee i'd put i put money on that he has security with him yeah
0: Well, there's security everywhere except, you know, our most vulnerable, which is our children. Uh, Some school districts are getting that message and are hardening their facilities. I know we had a big bond issue in Blue Springs, and we passed that bond issue to harden those schools to make them more difficult to get into. And then also, we have our own police force for the Blue Springs School District. I mean, that's what we've done with our tax dollars because we value the lives of our children, and maybe other people need to get that message. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, another part of the soul of this country really is the evolution of the LGBT, LGBT, did I get them out of order? It's LGBTQ, I got them out of order, LGBTQ++ activist movement. Sorry Plus, plus, plus. plus. Yeah, well, we've got to get all the pluses in there. You wrote three pluses down. Yeah. So I put up a meme about this because it it really spoke to me, and it may speak to you as well. The meme that I put up on the Facebook page, um, and Kurt's looking for it now, um, shows a rainbow-colored gun aimed at the head. Right? There you go. Aimed at a head. And going through the evolution of the LGBTQ++++, plus QRS, whatever, um, movement, 1995 was when uh, they really draw the line of where it all sort of began. It goes back a lot further than that. But really in 1995, uh, the line that they had was, love is love, just accept us, right? In 2005, 10 short years later, we want equality, By 2012, it was, bake the fucking cake, you bigot. By 2016, get the pronouns right or go to jail. By 2022, allow kids to watch drag shows and then, of course, mutilate their bodies. Now, I added in 2023, a trans individual, woman to a man, question mark, kills three nine-year-olds and three school staff and is viewed as a victim. That's the transition. I mean, that's where we've gotten in this country.
1: Yeah, That's I agree. sad. That is a slippery, slippery slope. Here's another one for you. It's <laughs> I can't read bit, that. You go with a that. A little bit more crass, but let's see if I can zoom in here. It says, uh, let us get married, bake our cake, use our pronouns, allow minors to dance for us and drag, let teachers choose your kids' gender.
0: Yeah. That's where we've gotten in this country. And and I've always felt I'm not going to push my agenda on people, and I don't want you to push your agenda on me. I think that's what it means to be an American. Um, and if you want to do things to your own body, I mean, you know, I'm going to roll my eyes when I go to get coffee and I can't really tell what you are. Um, you've got a bull ring in your nose. You've got a mustache and a beard. But you've got boobs. I mean, I, I don't know what I don't know what you are. I really don't care. I just want my coffee. Just give me my coffee, and I'll go along my way. You be you, I'll be me. And something Mayor Carson Ross told me once uh, when uh, when I was on the city council in Blue Springs, and he's still the mayor there, that really resonated with me. Your rights end where mine begin. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Your rights end where mine begin. So be whatever you want to be. You know, you want to put a trans person, you just flipped by that trans person on a Bud Light can. I mean, am I going to raise a big stink about that? First of all, I don't drink beer, so I don't really give a shit. Be what you want to be, you know. Just don't, don't try and change me. I mean,
1: it is pretty dumb marketing, though, right? I mean, we can at least admit that. I think they're missing their target audience a little
0: bit there. Probably. But, you know, we've said on the podcast, I don't know how many times, woke equals broke. If you got a lot of money and you run a company, you run the risk of whatever you're doing woke-wise equals broke because the bigger market won't, you know, buy it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that can only be true if people actually put their money where their mouth is, which hopefully they do. You know, we need to start doing that more if – a company does something that you think is uh, immoral or that you don't like, or that rubs you the wrong way, then take your money somewhere else. And if we start doing that on mass, then uh, we can really make a difference.
0: We have made a difference, I think. There, yeah. There, there have been things there that There are have plenty happened. of examples already, yeah. Sure there are. Hollywood, I, I don't know where the damn money is coming from in Hollywood, but they're making a bunch of shit that nobody is watching. Mm-hmm. And then they congratulate themselves at an Oscar ratings or an Oscar award ceremony, which gets lower and lower ratings. Mm-hmm. At some point, that those chickens got to come back to roost. Yeah. You know, along the same lines, I put some other stuff in here. Kentucky lawmakers voted to override Governor Andy Bashir's veto of a law that bans gender affirming health care for trans youth. Now, that's written by NBC. What that means is the lawmakers in Kentucky basically told Andy Bashir to shove it up his ass um, because he vetoed the law that would have kept the the surgery and the hormones and all the terrible things that are happening to kids who might be a little confused about their life. Now, if they still feel that way, Kurt, when they're 18, 19, 20 years old, they're adults. they can do whatever they want to do, right? Nah. You don't agree with that. but you know that's that's where I come down on it. At least at least protect our children. Who might be a little bit confused when they're younger? Listen to them as a parent, but at some point, as a parent, you got to say no. Yeah,
1: that's that's the bare minimum. I mean, you know, kids can't consent, and uh, we should be protecting our children at all costs. You know, as as a first priority. So if we can't agree on that, then yeah, we're, we're truly lost.
0: And then after the shooting in Nashville, they, they can they canceled it because they they felt. It wasn't a safe environment to do it in they were going to have a um, what is it the trans radical activist trans Network.
1: day of vengeance The
0: trans day of vengeance that's what it was going to be that's kind of you know bad timing when a trans individual goes into a school and kills six people
1: yeah well I mean I think a couple people still showed up in DC let me
0: see if I can find it.
1: Yeah, there was <laughs> there's like
0: three people that sort yeah. of showed up. That looks like a Joe Biden rally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So with all of this as a backdrop, one of the new things we wanted to talk about was was a little segment called King for a Day. And I'll even share the honor and I'll let you go first, Kurt. You get to be King for a Day. How do you reclaim the soul of America? Oh man.
1: Um Well, there's a lot more things that should be banned and uh, just eliminated, you know, eliminate the Department of Education and things like that, Um, start cracking down on some of these cultural issues. But it's also, you need to be inspirational. You need to have a positive message to inspire people to do the right thing. And I think that we have just lost the idea of good versus evil, right versus wrong, and in an ideal society, you should be motivated to do the right thing. You shouldn't have to be forced to do the right thing. And nobody wants to force people to do the right thing. So uh, we need like kind of a new um, cultural movement, like, you know, revamping the media or revamping PR or something like that, just to actually effectively get the message out to people, which Republicans haven't been able to do for 50 plus years, you know.
0: Stop cowering in a corner. Yeah, yeah you know we're doing that too much we're we're cowering in a corner it's like oh don't think badly of me i'm really a good person mm-hmm. yeah you are good people you you folks who listen to dale carter's america i've met many of you talked to many of you you are good people so come out into the sunlight and and share the love you know that's the most used word in the bible is the word love mm-hmm. right let's let's all love each other you know let's stop hating on each other Right. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and you know what? You folks who are in that trans community really ought to pat yourself on the back because you've gotten to the point where people will make fun of you. And, and really, that's that says something in America, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we're not afraid to make fun of you because we don't want to be politically incorrect. Now we're going to make fun of you because we make fun of everybody. Mm-hmm. And as I say on my show, I make fun of myself more than anybody else. So I guess if I were king for a day, I'd bring laughter back. Right. Let's all laugh a little bit. Yeah, we, we take
1: ourselves a little bit too seriously sometimes, I yeah. think.
0: All right. So that's my king for a day. Um, and, you know, you can insert your own king for a day, but, but be king for a day. Make a difference and, and get out there and fix some of what's going wrong here. If you need to fix your roof, you know who you need to call? You need to call Austin Watterson. Austin's a great guy, uh, and he runs a company called Royal Roofing and Solar. You know, this time of year, Kurt, when you own a home, you start taking uh, uh, you know, a little bit of stock about what my house needs, right? <laughs> and if you need a roof, you know you need a roof. I mean, do you have like a, a, a bucket or something or like a um, a pot from the stove, and you got it in this room collecting the drip from there, and you got a, um, a plastic thing over here, collecting drip from that. Well, it's time for the new roof. And nobody's going to do a better job than Austin Watterson and his team at Royal Roofing and Solar at 816-540-7057. And why we say solar on that is because Austin and his team will show you how you can turn your home into something we can't seem to figure out on the national level. Turn it into its own power grid. Own your utilities instead of renting them from the electric company and the gas company. Austin can show you how to do that and really make yourself a little more self-sufficient. You know, as, as the world seems like it's crashing down around us, Kurt, I'm not a survivalist. I don't have, like, you know, a bunch of MREs in the basement and, and a bunch of guns ready to defend my turf and all that. Maybe I should. I don't know. Maybe you should. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not that guy. But, you know, this kind of thing appeals to me because you're you're more self-sufficient if you can pull it off. Mm-hmm. And there are so many ways you can get it done. Tax credits, grants for small rural business and ag producers. And again, Austin and his team, they're local folks in Cass County, and they'll show you how to get it done. So call Austin Watterson at 816 540 five, seven. And then when you get the house exactly like you want it, you want to have the best insurance you can find. And that, of course, is Bob Watson, Blue Springs State Farm agent for five decades. You can find him at 7th and Main in Blue Springs. Auto, home, life, commercial insurance, even boats. We're getting closer and closer. Licensed in Missouri and Kansas. Let Bob and his team show you the things where you're vulnerable because we live in a litigious society now, Kurt. Anybody can sue anybody for anything.
1: Can he insure a
0: kayak? Bob, are you listening? Can you insure a kayak? I'll bet he can. I bet he can, too. Yep. He can insure your EV if you've bought an electric vehicle. you know (laughs) I don't have one of those. (laughs) (laughs) But trust me, it's going to be more expensive. He told me that. Um, But he'll take care of you with surprisingly great rates. So when it's time to uh, renew, make sure you're getting a quote from Bob Watson, State Farm Insurance Agent, 816-229-7878. Now, um, oh, hit the next thing. Sorry. Okay. It's a new world for me. It's a new world. Uh-oh. Oh.
2: This just in. White
0: people must be stopped.
1: Exactly. white people are superior. They're real good at violence. Violence. Genocide. When someone's accused of being racist, they're always like, I have tons of black friends. As a white person, I am super racist. It is
0: okay <laughs> to be white. No, that's
2: not, that's not okay. It's terrible to be white
0: white people
2: wow (laughs) (laughs) well
0: you know we've been talking about this white privilege test for a while and i guess some teachers are were taking it in arkansas and sarah huckabee sanders the governor there said "Eh, knock that shit off she probably didn't say that but i think that was her intention knock that shit off before we get to the white privilege test uh, and a visit to Uncle Joey's Ice Cream Parlor, which is still to come on Dale Carter's America. Um, this came from the news yesterday. California always starts in California. Cal- I mean, at some point, if we're going to eliminate a state and let them do their own thing, I think California might be a good start. The Republic of California. Um, they have proposed, you know how we have amber alerts when kids are missing? We have silver alerts when old people are missing. Well, California is proposing... An ebony alert, ebony e b o n y alert, for when black kids go missing. Yet more division. You know, let's don't get together as a country. Let's divide in every single way that we can. And now, uh, if this law passes in California, we're going to have an ebony alert. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> I it, mean, they it have to me... pick like the most stereotypical name too. Yeah, I mean, I guess amber is supposed to be a color thing. Like amber is what whiter? I guess I don't know. It's amber Amber's is tan. yellow, isn't yeah, it? Amber is tan.
0: Okay, well that can be for the Asians. Okay, there you go. we're going to segregate from now on. So from now on, uh, an amber alert is not a generic. Call for help because a child is missing. Mm-hmm. It's only for Asian children. Ebony will be for black. Yeah, um, we'll have to get out our uh, Crayola 64 in order to pull this off yeah. completely. Well, it's either that or you
1: just pick like the most stereotypical name. You just have like a Mohammed alert for for uh, you
0: know a Arab child. Oh yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. I was thinking more like you know for Hispanics we could go burnt umber. That was one of my favorite colors in the Crayola 64, burnt umber. I mean, it's not quite ebony, all right? And then, you know, you talk about racist for a long time, the Crayola 64, I'm sure that they have uh, corrected this, but they had a a crayon called Skin Color, Mm -hmm. and it was white. Not not white-white, because they have white, but it was, was, um, you know, flesh-colored, right? Right. And boy, isn't that racist. Flesh colored. Whose flesh? Your flesh? My flesh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean so, I mean
1: even our fleshes are a little bit different. You're looking a little red there, Dale. You well, get, it's because my gets,
0: shirt. You know, oh. it's the it's the shirt from Bob Watson and all that. Yeah. I'm going to Florida in a bit. I I don't know if I need to go to a tanning bed or something so I you'll, don't fry you'll be on burnt day umber one. By
1: the time you come back,
0: no, I'll be red. <laughs> <laughs> I will be
1: red like this shirt. Well, the difference between burnt umber and ebony is that I don't think there's any Hispanic people named burnt umber, but there's definitely. Black people named Ebony. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, wasn't isn't that the magazine the for black yeah, folks uh-huh. Ebony? Yep. Right. Yep. And then there's the song, of course, Ebony and Ivory. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, that goes way back. Okay, so the the racist test. Yes. Tell me about this. Okay,
1: so I mean, there's tons of uh, different examples of this, but this is just one that I found. I think this is from Europe, actually. So. Uh, take that with a grain of salt maybe but I remember when I was uh, training to become a teacher we had to take a very similar test and I almost used that one but it wasn't just for race it was for like height and skin uh, you know gender or whatever <laughs> so what you're supposed to do is answer yes or no to the following questions if you're following along at home grab your worksheet and uh, I have mine right here okay we'll see we'll see how much white privilege we have so I want you to just, Gut reaction go yes or no for each of these, okay? Number one, if I wish to, I can arrange to be in the company of people of my race most of the time. Yes. Okay. I can be sure that no matter where I move to, my neighbors in that location will be pleasant or neutral to me.
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would I don't think anyone can say yes to that, right? Yeah.
0: That, well, I have an asshole neighbor who lives behind me, has lived behind me for the last twenty. Well, plus hopefully years. he doesn't listen to the podcast. He's an
1: asshole. I can go shopping alone. And he's alone. a white
0: guy, by the way, so, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> I can go shopping alone and be sure that I won't be followed or harassed. Um, yes. Okay. I can turn on the television, open a newspaper, and see people of my race widely represented. Yes. I can go to a museum or art gallery and will see people of my race widely represented in the objects and artworks.
0: Hmm. I don't know, because I haven't been to a museum or art gallery lately.
1: (laughs) Okay. You answer that one. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, but I'll make a point at the end of this, too. We'll say yes for that. I can be sure that when told about our national heritage or about civilization, I am shown that people of my color made it what it is. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Duh. I can be sure that my children will be taught a curriculum which testifies to the existence of their race. Yes. I can go to a shop and easily find the food, music, or clothes, which represent my race or fit with my cultural traditions. Yes. I can go to a hairdresser and be sure that they can cut my hair. Yes. I can count on my skin color not to work against the appearance of my financial reliability.
0: <sighs> yes, I guess. I I can swear
1: dress... I can swear, dress scruffily, or not answer letters without having people attribute these choices to the bad morals or poverty or illiteracy of my race. I suppose, yes. I can speak in public to powerful male group without putting my race on trial. Yes. Okay. Do we keep
0: going? I I don't know. I mean, what's the point? (laughs) Tell me what the point of all this is. It's to show
1: you. You only said no to one of these. What did I say no to? You said no to number two. I can be sure that no matter where I move to, my neighbors in that location will be pleasant or neutral to me. So what this is designed to show is that you, Dale Carter, pointing at the camera, pointing at you, have the most white privilege of anybody that's ever lived. Shame on you.
0: I can't change, and nor can you, how we were born.
1: Well, here's the thing, that the point that I would make about this. I mean, our culture has become so woke, everything is just black, black, blackity black all the time. Uh, this could be a black privilege test. I mean, you could, you could, (laughs) you
0: could turn it that way. Certainly you
1: could answer yes to every single one of these questions. Uh, except number two. Well, yeah, I don't think, (laughs) yeah, I don't think, well, that one's kind of weird. I don't think anyone can, can answer, uh, that one, uh, as a yes, because how can you guarantee that no matter where you move to, your neighbors will be pleasant or neutral? I mean, we got our fucking car stolen, so that should tell you that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you could you could answer yes to all of these. It's all about perspective, right? You know, I heard somebody uh, one time do a, an interesting kind of thought experiment because we're both white, you know. Uh, that should be obvious if you're watching this on YouTube. And just to pretend either – not pretend that you're black, but just pretend that like everyone's out to get you all the time. Like pretend that everything bad that happens to you is because of discrimination or your race or something like that. And you'll go around all day and you'll be, you know, super pissed off at everything because guess what? A lot of bad stuff happens, you know, and life yeah. isn't fair. So are you going to take it on the chin and act like a human being? Or are you going to, you know, try and blame uh, everything
0: on somebody else? I've been fired twice. Would it have been appropriate to say you fired me? Cause I'm white. Probably. I think you should have tried that. <laughs> maybe it's because, you know, whatever reason, and then I picked up the pieces and I went on with my life and my career. I mean, bad things happen. Move on. No, that can't be it. That's crazy. <laughs> and, you know, I, do I have some privilege because I'm white? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I've always tried to judge people by what they do, not by what they are. And maybe that started for me in high school because I went to um, – you know, a racially diverse high school. I was scared to death, man. I came out of a Catholic grade school um, where there was one black person in the entire school. She was adopted. And the joke was she thought she was white. I mean, you know, and then I go to high school and I'm playing on a football team with a lot of black kids. And, you know, I learned to adapt. I learned to, you know, And there are bad people of all stripes and all races. You know that. I mean, you know, there were two friends I made on the football team who were both black. One of them ended up going to prison as a drug dealer. The other one was a highly decorated firefighter. Hmm. Okay. It had nothing to do with their blackness. It had to do with you know one of them had kind of low moral character. The other one had great moral character, came from an awesome family and all that. And, and I've got I had white friends. I had the kid across the street from me. He went to prison as a drug dealer, hmm. and he died in prison. Hmm. He was a white guy. I mean, you know, we, we now have a trans person who went into a school and killed some people. There are bad people of every stripe. There are great people of every stripe. Absolutely. I agree. Maybe I changed my king for a day thing and say I would I would make this a colorblind society. You would ban white privilege tests? I would. I would ban <laughs> white privilege tests. I would try, you know, I would use the words of Dr. King and we are um, actually recording this podcast on the 55th anniversary of the day that Martin Luther King was assassinated. Um, and you go back and you listen to his speeches and what his dream was for America moving forward and it feels like Kurt we're farther away from the dream than we were in 1968. I would agree with that. It's a scary time. So king for a day, we become a colorblind society. We take people at face value until they prove us wrong. And when they prove us wrong, and, you know, unfortunately, Nancy Pelosi, I've got to disagree with you on something because she said Donald Trump would have every opportunity in court to prove his innocence. We are still a society where you are innocent until proven guilty. Right. We have a presumption of innocence, and I know they hate that on the left, especially where Donald Trump is concerned, but that's a true thing. Yeah, well, we'll see if that actually holds up
1: in his case or
0: not. I doubt that it will i think we have a lot more chapters to come which is why i enjoy doing the podcast with kurt here and sharing the the good news with you whenever we can on dale carter's america before we leave you we like to kick with something that's kind of funny and uh, kurt's been working on these special bumpers as as time to head to uncle joey's ice cream parlor
2: my name is joe biden and i love ice cream (laughs) I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. (laughs) Can Joe Biden eat ice cream? Well, some people think that's all I do is eat ice cream. Chocolate, chocolate chip. (laughs) You've been with your mother. I can smell ice cream. (laughs) Ice cream,
0: soda water, ginger ale pop. Oh, boy. So, I mean, do you have the clip lined up that that I want to play? Yeah. Okay, because I want to set this up for you. This is the president of the United States. He has just been informed that there's been this tragic thing happen in Nashville, that there's been a shooting, and there are six people dead, three of them nine-year-old children. He comes down to the East Room of the White House, and I'm not making this up. This is an actual clip from the White House. From
2: the White House. He knows. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. I think I'm kidding. Not I'm a not. joke. God. Ben, how are you, pal? One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Cardin.
0: Yeah, I don't know where he's going with all this. Well, there's another part. I all right. Keep it rolling.
2: Folks, uh, it's a delight to have you all here. And who are those good-looking kids back there? <laughs> <laughs> are your kids all four of them? Well, stand up, guys. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> no. John, we'll jump back in here, um, yeah. as considering uh, <laughs> the moment. Like you. Cringeworthy, um,
1: eh? He's like, oh, boy, I sure do love ice cream. How's ya? what's where, where, those good looking kids back there? Come over here. Let me sniff you. <laughs>
2: I'm like, he yeah. just has,
1: he, he's like Trump in a sense. He has no filter. He's like ice cream kids. I love both of those things.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and again, I'm going to point out that he went into that room with the knowledge that someone walked into a school, started shooting, took out three nine year old kids and three support and, that's the message he started with in the East Room of the White House. Sad. So we leave you with this. It's supposed to be kind of a funny thing, but it's a visit to Joey's Ice Cream Parlor. I will leave you with the words of Barack Obama that I think uh, still resonate and should resonate with all of us, especially on a day like today when it's Municipal Election Day in the state of Missouri. Elections have consequences. Until next time, this is Dale Carter's America.
2: The views expressed on Dale Carter's America are Dales and Kurt Wheelers. They do not necessarily reflect the views of KFKF or Steel City Media. Comments can be sent to dalecartersamerica at gmail.com. Check back for weekly episodes. Subscribe, spread the word, and give us a five-star review. Thanks for being a part of Dale Carter's America.